if you're going to yoga, you're not going to say, hey, next Thursday is my last yoga class. And then I graduate and I get my certificate. I now know yoga. That never happens. And uh, we've really changed that in, in uh, the way we approach dog training as something that is an ongoing, highly repeatable thing. Um, we don't hit our customers over the head. It's a strange proposition to hear it if we say it to you on day one. But we know that everybody gets there rapidly. So we let the people fall in love with us and have that discovery of, oh, my God, I came in to train my puppy. Who knew months later that this would be me and my kid or my significant other's favorite thing to do every week? Welcome to Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host. Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fran Coaches Franchising 101 podcast series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your podcast host. Uh, today, we are excited to have a guest with us today. These are always uh, better than just listening to me drone on for 15 minutes or so. But we have one of our franchise partners and a relatively new one that is going to join us today uh, so we can learn all about their incredibly cool and unique franchise. Um, but before we dive into all this, let's of course first tell you who we are. Uh, Fran Coach is a national search firm. Uh, we are dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with over 500 of the top franchise awards in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own, and our goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. So that's a little bit about us, but now let's get to our special guest. Joining us today is the CEO of a franchise called Zoom Room, Mr. Mark Van Wy. Mark, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Tim. It's great to be here. We uh, appreciate you joining us, man. How's, uh, how's everything out in your world? It's been a pretty great week. We uh, we had a new location just open this past weekend in a new state for us. Um, that's nice. always exciting. And a couple of uh, new signings this week, too. So I have no complaints. Dang, that's a good week. You might as well, after this, you might as well just knock off early and uh, take the <laughs> Thursday and Friday off. So, um, well, that's cool, man. Well, we've got a, and appreciate you, with especially how busy you are, taking some time to chat with us. Uh, we got a bunch of questions for you. Um, but before we get into what it's like to own a Zoom room, um, maybe just start with what the heck is Zoom room? Um, kind of what do you do? Uh, who are your customers? Kind of talk to us from that perspective. Of course. Um, so Zoom Room is an indoor dog training gym. We have locations around the country and our emphasis is on socialization. Um, our motto is we don't train dogs, we train the people who love them. And really the whole business model, I mean, the layout, everything radiates from that proposition. Um, unlike most pet businesses, we really are focused on the customer experience and that lets us create and curate an experience for them that keeps them as clients for, for lifetime. Um, and that is the Zoom room. Okay. So um, what are, talk about some of the services that, um, that you provide and, and, and I love, love that, that, that tagline, right? So this is 
not just the dog, right? This is the dog and their their owner typically. So what what are what what does that look like? If I somebody ever suckered me into having a dog, and for all you dog lovers, I appreciate it. I'm I'm probably not 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 one of them. But if I had a dog, um, we were coming into Zoom room. What what are some things that we might be doing? Well, these days where everybody just got a dog in 2020, except right. for you, um, exactly. puppy training and basic obedience are certainly like what beats the doors down. Uh, so that fills up a lot of time disproportionately right now because of so many people having recently acquired one. But beyond that, we're very well known for our agility training program and our therapy dog program. Um, pretty much anything you can think of, we do. So we have all sorts of advanced classes in agility. That's where the dogs run through uh, obstacle courses, as well as enrichment things like uh, uh, indoor herding, where you're herding instead of sheep, uh, these big exercise balls into soccer goals. And all of it is the idea that we're we're just helping people understand how to communicate better with their dogs and to deepen those bonds and have a much better life and relationship together with them and empower them to really understand exactly what they've got on their hands. And no, very cool. And, and some of the things, and if anybody listening wants to see any of the videos or see anything about this, zoomroom.com. I'll go ahead and get that plug in for you right now. And then obviously we'll we'll, we'll plug that out of us later, but we, we can share some of these things with you. But seeing some of the videos or things on your website, I mean, like one of them is like a little, we've probably all seen like the, what is it? The Westminster thing, right? Where they're, it's not as, ex, probably as extensive as that, but like a little obstacle course that the dogs are running through things, they're jumping up over things, they're going through little like tubes. Um, like I, I have an eight-year-old two-legged uh, kind of, I guess, kind of pet, if you will. I'm like, man, I want to take him through there, run his, run his little butt ragged and wear him out. But it's, it's some cool things that you're taking the, taking the dogs and their owners through for sure. Yeah. And then something they do together. It's not like the dog learns this. What's great about agility is that um, it requires that the human understand what order to run the things and non-verbally communicate that in real time while running. So, um, you know, everyone who comes in, we, we really help people understand that any dog can do this. Teacup Chihuahuas, Great Danes, three-legged dogs, um, all of our equipment is modular. It modifies in, in uh, size for, for younger ones so that it's not stressing their bones or muscles. But uh, the clients have this experience where they get home afterwards and just can't believe how much better behaved the dog is. And that's because they've, they've really taken this incredible step forward in communication. And uh, the results are instantaneous. Nice. How did Zoom Room come to be? How was what was kind of the, the the thought or the kind of maybe the story behind getting getting Zoom Room even started years ago? Yeah. So back in 2007, uh, you know, agility was something that you could see on ESPN. It was the fastest growing sport. Uh, but there really was even in where I am in Los Angeles, uh, nowhere to do it. We developed this as a franchise, and then I I was involved from the beginning. But I took over as CEO um, about five years ago, and that was when I realized that there was much more potential in um, really owning the entire category of dog training, um, that uh, the agility is great in terms of, you know, the sizzle, something that gets a lot of eyeballs. It's super fun. 
But, um, you know, the numbers showed that the bread and butter of the business was the puppy and obedience classes, as well as our retail product sales and some of our other socialization events. So I really wanted to reconstruct the entire economic business model. And um, from the time I did that till now, uh, the volume has uh, quadrupled and was able to take a business that was fun and lovely and much loved, but you know, not doing too much economically to in, even in 2020 in our most recent FDD, um, you know, our item 19 shows all of our stores profitable, um, the median about 150,000 net profit for the year, 33% margin. And that was through really looking at the business model that was underlying um, something that was full of love and affection to begin with, but hadn't really been properly monetized. Well, and people will spend money on their their pets and dogs in particular. I mean, I people that are true dog lovers, if they also have kids, there's a distinct possibility they like their dogs better than they like their kids, right? And will spend, you know, do you need do you need a kidney for the dog? What do we need yeah. to do? Um, but you talked about last year, and I've heard so many stories of this where like you literally couldn't find a puppy or a dog or anything last year. Shelter like, sold you know, out. Yeah, even though crazy. it was we we opened three new locations in the middle of the pandemic and sold a whole bunch of additional ones. The demand was so high. Um, we were able to stay open um, for most of the year for most of our locations and um, service all of these people who had these needs. Um, and it was, you know, pretty serious because uh, dogs need a lot of socialization. And that certainly was in short supply for the whole world this past year. Yeah, it wasn't just dogs either, right? So no. Was, was, oh, people was, was would wander in and they'd be kind of shell-shocked, you know. We weren't there weren't very many places open and they hadn't really seen other faces in a while. Oh my gosh. Um so that's super cool. So let's talk a little bit about the the business model and I want to get into you know, the, you talk about the location, what that looks like, what kind of team. Um, yeah. but first off, with with an owner, what's what are some of the things you look for in an owner? What's what's it look like, kind of day in a life for an owner typically? Well, they would fall into the category, as with any franchise, of owner operators, where it's someone who is just passionate about dogs. They've realized that you know owning a Zoom room is you know orders of magnitude less expensive than the typical dog daycare, um, kennel, you know, dog spot type business, um, way more fun, much more profitable. Um, and they want to do this as their baby and, and be in there every day. So we certainly have franchisees like that and continue to attract them. But more and more so now we're seeing people who are looking to own territories, wanting to own multiple units and uh, and to be semi-absentee. So they they want to stay engaged in the business, but they're going to hire a manager to run the day-to-day -day operations. So the life of a manager of one of those stores or of a, you know, um, owner-operator single unit franchisee are very similar. And um, a lot of it is very, the, the, the business itself, the, it's, you know, it's kind of like a gym, like an upscale, nice boutique fitness place. So there's not a lot of moving pieces to keep it clean and nice. Um, and so a lot of the focus is really on that customer care experience um, and uh, very, very small footprint in terms of the real estate 
and only two people are working at a given time. So the staff staffing needs are very, very minimal, which is great today when, you know, employment is becoming such an issue for all different types of businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you mentioned the, the comparison with boutique fitness. I almost see the comparison more along those lines than with a doggy spa, daycare, those type of things as a whole different kind of kind of kind of genre what's going on this is essentially like doggy boutique fitness um with that so which kind of rolls us into the to the location um what does that what's what's kind of a typical location look like uh size where is it what uh talk to us a little bit about that sure we're in about um 10 states now we uh, the business we know works extremely well in any place that has decent population density and um, a lot of educated people. Um, we don't see any correlation with uh, household income or we're not looking for affluence, but we are looking for people that are more educated than average. Over 90% of our clients are college educated and above, which is something you would see in like a Whole Foods, you know, people who are not necessarily flying first class, but they're willing to spend extra on, you know, the quality yoga place, the quality grocery store for themselves and their family. Um, and uh, but because we are unique and such uh, a destination business, there won't be other indoor dog training places offering therapy dog programs, agility, things like that. You really don't have to be located in, you know, a plus real estate at Maine and Maine. Um, you go to the right part of town, you can go a few blocks away and save quite a bit on your uh, on your rent. Nice. Okay. And looking most when you think of a boutique fitness somewhere between two to 3000 square feet, typically roughly the same for for, for zoom That's room with that. Exactly. Right? Yep, gotcha. that 26, okay. 2700. We have a few stores that are opening a little bit on the larger side just because they got a great deal and they're going to have uh, two gyms to deal with the bandwidth. So they're going to have oh, these wow. dual gyms. We have a couple of those now going. Um, that's great for the demand. I don't think it's necessary for the model, but as you're out looking at what's available in the real estate, it's nice to know that you have a couple of options and that we can, um, you know, we, we provide lots of services we have our full a fully dedicated help you and even will um you know do the floor plans nice um well i can then that's one of the things to people i think a weird um advantage to what's happened with the pandemic over the last year or so you're talking about somebody getting maybe a space that's a little bit bigger but they probably got a good deal there's there there are some deals to be found in in commercial real estate right now for, 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 for sure. Um, so that's helpful. And then again, having that, that franchise or support. So it's not like, okay, good luck. Go, go find, go find the spot, right? You're, you guys are there with them throughout all of that. So also very helpful. Um, you mentioned staff, kind of a smaller staff, no more than two at a time. Um, are, are, as an owner or the franchise franchisee, are you training the people everything? Are they coming in with any certain uh, specifications, certifications, anything like that? 
Oh, that's a great question, Tim. Um, we don't look for any matter of fact, prior experience in some ways can can even hurt. And I say that not for the obvious reason of like, oh, you might have learned a different way to train dogs and now we have to unlearn it. Um, it it's more that in our experience, people who typically start off in life wanting to be a dog trainer tend to be very focused on that dog experience. And it, I'm generalizing, but as a general rule, maybe don't, maybe aren't the best salespeople, the best, uh, the most gregarious and outgoing, um, don't make a lot of eye contact. And so we have such an upbeat that our trainers are much more like a great Pilates or yoga instructor, Peloton, you know, outgoing, explosive, energetic, friendly. Um, and so if you get somebody who's been working, you know, like teaching yoga classes or who's been the assistant manager at a Williams-Sonoma, someone who's got good customer service and sales skills, that's great. The dog stuff, this is, that's our stock and trade. We will, we'll provide all of the training for that. We have our own proprietary training program and we'll take care of that. We just want you to find energetic team members who are going to be so psyched to be working in this environment and with people who are, you know, happy and excited to be there with their dogs um, doing something super fun. And, and that's, it's one of those things I think most people, even myself, when you said that, I'm like, well, that makes sense after the fact, but you would think there would be some sort of dog pet training that the, that the people would need, but this is a dog and their owner business. So you need yeah. that, that it's one thing to make the dog happy, but let's be honest, the dog's not paying the bill, right? So exactly. the dog owner is the one and they're with, with you guys, they're actually involved. And I think that's the biggest thing. To me, I, I look at this business model and just think it's 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 super cool, but it's unique. It's it's a kind of a real disruptor. The the pet industry is I don't know what like a gazillion dollar industry, um, but it's 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 grooming. It's the products. It's the, the the daycare, the boarding. It's those type of things. There's not much like this out there um, where it really is the the you, you always use the term socialization. For the for the pet and for for their owner, so yeah, um, very very cool with that. What's um, talk a little bit about? You mentioned kind of the, the those profit numbers, which which are amazing. What's what's it look like kind of for an average investment to get a Zoom room up and running? It's about a third or a fourth the price of a typical daycare. Those are usually about a million dollars. You know, a soup to nuts. A Zoom room is more like two fifty to three hundred thousand. That's with the franchise fee, a few months of um, you know additional funds to carry you through um, first and last. You know, the rent will be the biggest variable there. But other than your rent, um, that's your biggest part of your nut. So it's uh, it's pretty inexpensive when you realize that you could have three or four of these things in a city as opposed to one day care. Um, and, uh, with, with, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great profit machine too. Um, we have a lot of expertise on the tech side that we leverage for things like customer acquisition and retention. And so by having customers at a very low acquisition cost and an extremely high lifetime revenue, um, people can really, really scale this business rapidly. So which is, brought up uh, just made me think of something from that customer perspective um 
and sorry, I may be kind of putting you on the spot with this, but what's the, I mean, th- this isn't a one-time customer. Uh, is it, are they coming in and kind of paying per visit? Is it a membership? Are they paying for a package? What does that look like? Yeah. So uh, we use different pricing models. We have a few different strategies at different stores, but that's ultimately what is so different about us. If you think about people who typically think of dog training, they go to a big box and they sign up for six classes or they hire someone to come to their house and for a lot of money and work with them for a few sessions. Six um, percent of our customers take six classes. Ninety-four um, percent are taking 10, 20, 50, 100, 200. Um, in the last year, like down, you know, we keep leaderboards on the website for each individual location. So doing a class a week is normal. Um, what we really transformed was, you know, if you were going to yoga, you're not going to say, hey, next Thursday is my last yoga class. And then I graduate and I get my certificate. I now know yoga. That never happens. And uh, we've really changed that in in uh, the way we approach dog training as something that is an ongoing, highly repeatable thing. Um, we don't hit our customers over the head. It's a strange proposition to hear it if we say it to you on day one. But we know that everybody gets there rapidly. So we let the people fall in love with us and have that discovery of, oh, my God, I came in to train my puppy. Who knew months later that this would be me and my kid or my significant other's favorite thing to do every week? Um, so, uh, yeah, we we end up with um, we even in our item 19 publish our customer acquisition cost and our lifetime revenue. Um, even we, we try to help our franchisees not only be profitable, but keep an eye on their cash flow. Um, and so we even publish what kind of revenue uh, return they're getting within an extremely short term, like eight weeks after customer acquisition. So they can see even then they're getting 10x on their acquisition cost. Um, so they can get a really quick sense of, of how quickly um, this business is profitable. Wow. Well, and, and I'm guessing and this goes back to the staff, right? If you have kind of people, people centric staff members, again, yes, it's, yes, it's the dog, but if the, if the, if the dogs, if their human is having a good experience with this, um, they're, they're going to, again, I would see them just keep coming back and the dog probably like getting all, getting all excited on the drive over. To oh the yeah. Tumor, oh, the right? dogs have a great, I mean, the dogs, ultimately, they want to be with their people, with their family, and they're getting either whatever makes them happy. So we use positive reinforcement only. Some people think that's treats. It's for a lot of dogs, it is, but they're getting just praised and rewarded for doing really, really fun stuff with the people they love most. So the dogs get excited. They very, very rapidly learn, and that creates a lot of satisfaction for the people. And um uh, so we we just get we have a 87 percent retention rate, um, and uh, yeah, that people just keep coming back year after year. That's awesome. Very very cool. Yeah. No, I like um, it's it and when when people see it, just even me, just again watch watching the videos. I can I, I flash back to being a kid and we we had a dog and we like we were driving to my grandparents' house. Our little dog, she'd be in the car. She'd be excited. Like she'd be bouncing all over the oh, place. Yeah. And and I just kind of envisioned like the dogs going to Zoom room, like they they just are the, the same dog would hide under the crawl under the seat if we were taking it to the vet because the dog <laughs> the dog oh, knew the yeah. route route to the vet and route route to grandparents and one was significantly better than the other. So, um, 
That is just just awesome, man. What um, I appreciate you taking the time, but I what and, and all the information. But what what are we missing? Maybe anything else you would like us to know that we haven't discussed yet? It's uh, I think it's good to know that if you are looking at some other type of pet business, like a groomer or something, like definitely, definitely before you pay dollar one like go spend more time like really seeing what it's like because the reality is you don't get to play with dogs it's it's a there's a lot of grief there's a lot of injury when you have lots of dogs that are there together being only you know somewhat supervised there's a lot of zoning and regulation and we really to eliminate all of those hassles so that you come in on Saturday morning and you just are greeted by a place full of puppies and puppy owners who are excited to learn um we've really really tried to you know no business can be all things to all people and we keep it happy you know if you come in and you say your dog's just you know bitten off the mailman's face can we help we say sure here's the phone number of a behaviorist to call and we refer that out so um we know what we're good at and what our we're strong suits are and we do it so that it's a really really positive happy place to to work in for your staff and for yourself um and for your customers um and to make a really positive impact in these so that's uh definitely definitely i think people whether you're going to be semi-absentee or not you've got to think about lifestyle and what it's really really like to you know get in one of these um so this is this is great on the money side, but it's super super fun and i would encourage people to go visit and uh check out the nearest zoom room yeah, without without question, that's we we refer to it as the the get out of bed test, right? As yeah, owner, you're going to get out of bed, you're going to go to work at your business. The the people you're around, two legged or in this case four legged, right? Your your customers, your staff, being able to talk about it in the community. If that doesn't get you excited, just it's it's not the right fit. And um, if it does, totally. the the money's going to come because you're gonna you're gonna enjoy what you're doing, right? More and 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 again, I think so many people that we work with that are, especially if they're leaving the corporate world, uh, they're, they're, they're not happy, right? It's just the, it's the, it's the, it's the grind over and over and over. They want, they want that better lifestyle. They want to enjoy what they're doing, have a passion for it. Um, and, and this, this clearly can bring that. And when you find that, that great fit, the money's going to come. It may be perfect for a single location or a single unit, but but for you guys, I mean, you can you can build out, have multiple of, of these, and and really be able to grow a profitable and fun business. So yeah, that is fantastic. Um, Mark, man, thank you so much for 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 joining us today. We really appreciate you uh, you, you you coming on and talking to us about Zoomer. Oh, thank you, Tim. I've really enjoyed it. I appreciate it. No, we, we, we do as well, and we hope that all of our Franchising 101 episodes will help enlighten those interested in franchise ownership to some of the amazing possibilities that are out there, like the Zoom room. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, please make sure you are following and subscribing wherever you listen to the podcast, on YouTube, all the social media stuff. We're out there everywhere. Um, check out our podcast website at franchising101podcast.net. Took us literally hours to come up with that name. So hopefully you check it out and we'll like it. Um, if you'd like to learn more about potentially becoming a franchise owner of Zoom Room or any of the franchise partners we work with, click the link in your podcast window or find us online, uh, francoach.net. 
There's never any fee for working with us. So we encourage you to take that first step today to create your better tomorrow. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe and we hope to see you very, very soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.